retrograde. Oh, we're back. It's that jingle. And we're sober, unfortunately. <laughs> Are Thanks we? For all your guys. Thanks for all your guys. What? Uh, great feedback on the wine drinking episode. Because we were like a little, I, I'm not, I'll just see for myself. I didn't, didn't even listen to the whole thing because I was like, oh my God, I know we get drunk and I don't even want to hear it. So no, we're it's just fun. Put it out there. We're having the best time. We had some great feedback. So it just shows I'm out of touch. I don't know what our listeners like. Or You've think just is cool. never witnessed yourself being drunk before and we all have. <laughs> is it so fun and cute? It's so fun. <laughs> uh, but we're going to have organic sellers back for an event we're going to do. So stay tuned for that. Uh, possibly a moon cycle, wine cycle collab. Now that we know that they're tight like that. Now that we know that they're boys. That's my forever rose <laughs> is that they're best friends. Um, we had a great time this weekend. Wait, we went. We forget to say who we are and all that stuff. Oh yeah, who are you? I'm Elizabeth Cott. Oh hi, I'm Stephanie Simbari. Yeah. It's great to be it's here with you. It's great to be here. How's everybody doing? It's a 40 degree rainy day in Los Angeles. We just had a full moon mm-hmm. in Virgo. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at you at the astronaut. <laughs> I listen to a podcast and it gives me all the info. All what the podcast deets. is that? It's this one right here. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, well, happy full moon, everyone. I hope you're releasing and you're vibing and doing whatever you need to do. I did a cool release today. You did? Yeah. Tight. I haven't done one yet. Um, It was our friend Mikey Dimitrovich, mm-hmm. friend to the show, friend to our lives, mm-hmm. aka Edible Spirit. Friend to the over. cosmos. And, you know, I've been in my apartment for like seven plus years Mm -hmm. it's been a long time i literally have furniture in there from my bedroom when i was 15 years old hilarious sure what it's just like i feel as if my soul growth has outgrown the space that i'm within Mm -hmm. and i know like on an aesthetic level kind of what needed to happen but i decided to call in the big guns Mm -hmm. have mikey talk to my spirit guides and kind of like really hit it from like all angles. what are they saying i need to do it's really about a repaint. Oh. That's really going to like start with it. It's just like living in LA, there's so much like soot in the air and everything. And it, the the building is so old that it, I feel like the paint's like clasping onto dirt. And it's like it's a power clean plus a repaint plus a rearrange. Uh-huh. And he like talked to my guides and was like, this is where you're working from. This is what needs to he- be here. Here's where you're hanging your paintings. Like all the things. Cool. Really like multi-leveled and really exciting. Love so that. Just literally came from that. And so I'm feeling like riding high on like, because I was living in a like spiral of like, angst about like I know all these things need to get done and I'm mm-hmm. not really sure where to start and now it feels very easily um doable so happy for pragmatic you pragmatic structure to what's gonna go down so happy your domestic guides came through today yeah my Torian nature really needed it yes well that's Listen to awesome this. all of this like, I don't know what I'm I've freaking done. the fuck out I know it's weird um, what about you you just came back from SF I was in San Francisco and it was great I can't really talk about why I was there because it's secret deep Sorry. Is it a NDA? And yeah, yeah, I can't talk about what I was doing, but I was doing a motion capture job, which was really cool. Fun. Where I had like sensors all over my body and a camera on my face, and I am turning into a virtual character. Future. So that was interesting. Stay tuned. Okay, but I did want to talk about um, the Create and Cultivate event that we went to, which was really cool. level even. We spoke on a panel about podcasting. Yes. Very early in the morning, and I couldn't use my words yet because, you, as you guys know, the morning is not my special time. <laughs> I just woke up, and it's two twenty-five. 
Um, but it was so cool. The panel was so fun. It was so awesome to be with Lauren Evart, Skinny Confidential. Hey, Fran. Hey. She was so cool. She was dope. And I our think moderator. We need to have her on. Yeah, they, everyone was just so awesome and just such a beautiful, attentive crowd and a gorgeous morning. And it was awesome meeting all of you guys who came up to us after. It yeah. warmed our fucking hearts. Uh, and the event was just like dialed. It was awesome. Fuck. Yeah. And it was just like really such an amazing energy and it was the it was called create and cultivate and it's really for women who are trying to create and cultivate the career of their dreams so it was a great um pool of really motivated excited people Mm -hmm. who just were trying to like advance their knowledge base and that's just like a fun energy to be able to be around and sage was there sage wellness our favorite essential oil brand and you know what my favorite thing was the kkw beauty offering Got a KKW lip gloss and, and eyeshadow slash I know, highlighter. But the lip gloss for me was like the thing. Oh, is that what you wanted? That's what I'm wearing have right you now. Been coveting and I, haven't, it? I haven't taken it off. Oh, it's really good. I don't think it's really good in terms of like uh, natural beauty. Like I wouldn't say if you're like trying to keep it toxin free because the shit's on like glue and it's not budging. Yeah, but uh, it looks pretty and it's not budging. Yeah, so, I like that. Give and take, guys. Totally. I just like the packaging. It's like that's styled. Looks like it's from space. Yeah, it's great. I'm, you know, I love a font. Uh, Weekend Wellness, really quick, guys. Glamour.com reported that uh, Taylor Swift was seen playing with none other than falcons. Calling things in. At a bird conservatory. And then they go on to call her Falcon Swift. So... I if I'm not downloading some kind of spiritual guided information, I don't know what's real it anymore. It really just speaks for itself. It's me, Elon Musk, and Taylor Swift. We're all Falcons. <laughs> what's the Elon Musk thing? Falcon X. It's the it's the space. It's the rocket. That's the name of the rocket that he just launched. Oh. Wow. Yeah. See, you're over here with your Falcon stuff. I'm over here with the Vanderpump Rules stuff. Yeah. It's so deep, you guys. We have we have the stuff we pay attention to. Oh, but I wanted to shout out Soko Jewelry. Um, Gwen, you guys, it's so cool. So it's this jewelry company that uses artisans from Kenya and... Gwendolyn Floyd. They make all their jewelry. And I got a bracelet and I had Falcon she, written on it. Oh, yeah. So they. it's a really great concept. We're actually, she was one of the speakers at the event and she's going to be on the show soon she has an amazing concept in which she created essentially it's like a um an app that allows um artisans in africa to get employed Mm -hmm. and they create a cohesive collection with recycled brass yeah so it's women from all over who are able to like work for soco and then they sell it all over the world it's so cool so and then on every bracelet there's like the initials of the artisan and then Mm -hmm. you can have whatever you want written on it so it's kind of like you're reminded that you're connected and it's shop soco.com s-o-k-o if anyone wants to check that out um gwendolyn is a dear friend she's my roommate in israel the first time i went i love her um it was really funny because her pr people reached out and they were like we want to have you to meet Gwendolyn. We think she'd be great for the show. I'm like, we've seen each other topless That's like, a- many times, like had like topless conversations. So like, I think we know each other. It's cool. Well, but, stay tuned. So, so stay tuned. She's like, come on. Um, okay. Well then I think that's it. Let's get to our interview with the lovely Stephanie Stadel. Yes. Oh, so we recorded this um, a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. and it's an amazing conversation and we're so excited for all of those who are looking on that create and cultivate tip, looking to cultivate their dream career. We've got a beautiful conversation for you. Nice segue, Elizabeth. Take it away. 
Okay. Hey. Looking forward to this one. We have Stephanie Steidel joining us. She, Another Stephanie with an, an S last name. Are you okay with that? <laughs> I am First happy foremost. to share space with all SSs of the world. <laughs> yes. What's your middle name? Nicole. Okay. I wanted her to say Falcon. Me too. Uh, <laughs> so Stephanie is a founder, the founder of The Right Brain Entrepreneur, which is a license and a licensed arts therapist and business coach who helps entrepreneurs bring their visions into the world through businesses they love. With 18 years of experience in psychology, she teaches us how to right brain thinking, how, I'm sorry, how to use right brain thinking to increase clarity, confidence, and profits. So. Amen. Question. <laughs> I welcome feel, to the show. Yes, thank welcome. Thank awesome. you for coming. Loving your Labradorite necklace. Yeah, Beautiful. You. On brand. Um, I you know, I feel like we've heard this right brain versus left brain conversation, Yeah. you know, in passing many a time, but I'm, and I'm pretty sure the left brain is the logical brain and the right brain is the creative, illogical brain. Yeah. <laughs> so can you talk to us more about like what the right brain is and how it really functions? Yeah. You know, and I always like to preface by saying that there's a myth out there that you're either left brained or right brained. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're always using both sides of our brain. Uh, but uh, through my experience in my study, most of us are trained by default to go to a left brain process, mm-hmm. which is very logical, analytical, and it's our verbal center. So, you know, if we have a challenge, we talk about it or we overanalyze it, which can be very helpful. But most of us are not tapping into our right brain process, which is equally important. And it's our creative space, but also our intuitive and subconscious space. Mm. So that's that's the home of great ideas. And that's the home of our truth, too. And so um, that's the right brain. And that's, Mm. you know, why it's important to you. So left brain is like problem solving and like forward moving step by step. And then the right brain is kind of the one that like feeds that more. Well, they, they both can problem solve. I find that the left brain is more linear. So it's Mm. like formulaic. So, okay, I have a challenge and I might look at the past at something that looked similar to the current challenge. And I'll try to map that solution onto the present moment, which can be helpful. Uh, But the right brain looks at it differently in a lateral sense. So it sees multiple solutions to a problem. And uh, so when we're stuck, we tend to pigeonhole ourselves if we're using a left brain process. If we can tap into that right brain, we can see that there's lots of resources available to us and we're not stuck why do you think the education system has leaned so harshly towards the left well it's because the standard yes well it started in the industrial revolution or at Mm -hmm. least western education i would say a lot of education uh has taken on the same methods but here in the united states it started the industrial revolution which meant math sciences and languages because you were getting a you were learning a skill for a job after that and our education system just hasn't really changed much since so Mm. you know the core curriculum math science languages extracurricular arts music dance oh the one that our president wants to cut (laughs) yeah Uh, exactly i feel like the 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 way that the system kind of was set up really does serve to sort of like badger our natural inclination towards the right brain out of us Mm -hmm. um because it's not supported or like really leaned on in any way yeah well you know you can even look at our society now has adopted that where the highest paying jobs actually i looked at the five five six years of pay scale studies show that the highest paying jobs are in math economics, uh, and engineering, which is and great. acting. Yeah, right. <laughs> which is great if you are naturally 
you know, great at math and you love it. But there's a lot of people that um, want to pursue other avenues, and those are the worst-paying jobs in the arts, teaching, and social work. Those mm. are all requiring a right brain process. Uh, so it's, you know, as to why it, it, it happened that way, there's a lot of speculation. But I think what's more important is, you know, how can we shift that? Because uh, it, it has us deny our natural truth because we are creative beings from a very, very early age. It's innate. It's in our DNA. And the bigger question is, you know, why, why are our societal educational systems uh, trying to shape us away from that? Because right. it's actually one of our best assets. Why do you creative. think? Um, <laughs> well... I think it comes down to not having a higher vision, having a, a higher purpose. You know, we look at money and, and, you know, there's a scarcity mindset mm -hmm. in our world that there's not enough to go around. And when we live in that world, uh, it's not a world that works for everyone. And so when we live in that scarcity mindset, then it's all about, well, just, you know, <coughs> money and me, and I've got to hold on to what I have. Not to say that money's bad. That's a whole other conversation. I think money is useful. It's energy. It's necessary. But um, when we're not, uh, you know, we're all going through the education system and, and so then we grow up to continue to push that on our younger generations. Mm -hmm. And so it becomes this cyclical thing. So I also think that's a part of it as mm -hmm. well. So when you spoke about like coming from a place of lack and the lack mentality mm -hmm. for those who are able to not subscribe to that mm -hmm. and then have an idea Mm -hmm. And they want to that that leans more right brain. Mm -hmm. Is it right brain or left yeah. brain? Okay, it's, it's weird because you would never, think it'd be the opposite. Yeah, because like I'm a lefty, so I'm always like lefty. Like I'm creative, right? But then it's like, or like right liberals brain. versus right. No, I'm no, I didn't. <laughs> um, just kidding. Um, there's creative Everyone. other people too. <laughs> Please don't get political. We can't afford that right now. Things <laughs> hot button issues. Hot button issues. Um, so when you have your you have an idea and you want to ignite that and go, I think Stephanie and I talk about this all the time. Like for instance, like all things that one enjoys were ideas once. Like that's so retrograde was an idea that mm -hmm. then we leaned into. Like how then when you work with your clients, are you using the right brain mentality to help people find their why and like lean in? Yeah. So I bring them through a particular, you know, step-by-step -step process and nothing's, you know, step-by-step, -step, but, uh, I find that there's fundamentals that need to be addressed. So, uh, I would say it's four things. The first I work and I'm always working on having a winning mindset. So an abundance mindset and, and harnessing that right brain. Winning. So we, yeah. We have to basically <laughs> Charlie Sheen Does the shit out of it. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. That was like everything was for like so eight dark. months. <laughs> <laughs> I should totally steal that. That's awesome. Um, Take it back. Take yeah. back winning from Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Please. <laughs> so you, uh, a lot of it's, Un, like unprogramming mm -hmm. the, the the thoughts the pa the patterns the behaviors that don't serve us you know and for someone that has an idea uh, actually taking action towards it can bring up a lot of fear self sabotage and doubt uh, or lack of self confidence and so mindset's everything it's it really is science shows that ninety percent of our success is due to mindset so I spend mm. a lot of time with my clients working on that and helping them to be creative because it's never about a lack of resources. 
It's only about a lack of resourcefulness. Ooh. Yeah. So, so that's a large part of what I do. And then you have to make sure that whatever business you're doing is truly aligned to, you know, some would say your purpose, your calling. Uh, so I first help them discover their why. Uh, and for some people, it doesn't come naturally and they actually need to go and do more thorough soul searching purpose work. But meaning, uh, like I want to saying I want to do this because I think it would make a lot of money isn't the same thing as I want to do this because I feel called to doing it exactly. for a deeper reason. Exactly. And I would be so bold to say that going into business just for the money is never going to be a good enough reason and actually sets you up for failure because it's not a big enough why to have you step through all the challenges. Right. Because there will be so many. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. So you have to have a bigger vision. Yeah. So and getting also the energy behind that is like there's only so far that it can go it's pretty like easily one, bottoms out yeah 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 and sure and a lot of entrepreneurs that do that what they find is okay they make all this money and they're still not happy and so right. it's going back to the drawing board so if you're going to go into business anyway you might as well do something that you love right so that you don't come to the end of the road and be like well now what right which would suck <laughs> right which is you know like what I think is interesting is and we've talked about this before in terms of this experience that we're having where yes, there's been so many like open doors and in invitations where we're like, okay, these are signs that we're doing the right thing. But even when you have so much passion and connection to what you're doing, there's still just challenges. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have love for it, you're just going to be like, fuck this. Yes, exactly. Yeah. 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 So you say there's three fundamental elements of business that a successful person has mastered. What are those? Can you walk us through that? Sure. We, uh, just asking for a friend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so the first is... Is that friend me? <laughs> <laughs> so I'd say the very first, which I, I started to talk about, is having uh, is working on your mindset. Yeah. So And we know this. All the successful people uh, that we could think of, the thought leaders, et cetera, those that are fulfilled and happy, they've been working on their mindset. So they've been training their brain and... Uh, uh, not because because if it, if you're not so much is stored in our subconscious that if we aren't starting to bring those things into the consciousness it's going to sabotage us so that's fundamental number one and it's funny because we tend to go immediately into like well I need the business plan and I need to like know exactly what I'm doing and uh, that's only a small portion of it mm -hmm. so the mindset first and foremost and then of course your why like why are you doing this because the why then determines the who okay why I know why I'm doing this who do I want to serve and uh, a big mistake that entrepreneurs make is they try to serve everyone, and you want to be able to niche down as much as you can, right? Mm. Uh, so having find that. your audience exactly. And <laughs> hey you, guys. you probably know yeah. about that, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then the last thing is taking action. It seems really simple, mm. but. Uh, Again, because we tend to be left brain dominant, uh, we will go to, well, I need to have the perfect plan first and I need to think about it and I need to talk to all of my friends before I take any action. And the next thing you know, years have gone by and you've never taken action. Mm. So what successful entrepreneurs do is they, they take action and they learn through doing. And it's not to say you, you, you can't prepare. Like you, there's in some instances you need to be preparing and have some sort of goals and plans. But uh, I find that that's a big fundamental is you take action and you learn through that process. We were just talking about that yeah. earlier mm -hmm. as it pertains to our live show that we were recently workshopped in that 
uh, we had a vision and we're like, we're not really sure how the flows, how, like, how, how, how this will best flow, mm -hmm. but we know what we want to accomplish or we know what we want to set the stage for. And we don't really know like the order to go in, but we were like, let's try it the first way that we're inclined to. And then like, we were, had like a breakdown today where we went through it and we were just like, okay, like next time, now that we know how that worked out for next time. And like, I think it's so important to just to what you're saying of like giving something room to breathe and figuring out as you go permission to be the beginner. Yeah, I was gonna say like making space to kind of like trip a little bit, but you know, you're having yeah. fun and you know where you're going. So it doesn't really matter if you like fuck up a little because it's not something that's so rigid. You just be a little clunky with it. Yeah. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Being a perfectionist is probably the worst thing that can happen. If you're going to be going into business, you right. have to be failure is a part of it. Yeah. But we, uh, our society makes failure so bad. Like, Oh my gosh, if you fail, you you know, people are going to reject you and you're not going to have any friends anymore. And like that, <laughs> never happens friends. I mean uh, yeah. you know this idea of fear of rejection I'm going to be homeless I mean it, it's right. so rare and um, and even then most people can find the resources to get out of it uh, but it's you have to accept and and embrace failure but failure as an opportunity to learn that's it I kind of have like a random anecdote about that that yes. feels like why wouldn't I share it now so a couple of years, a year ago, a year and a half ago, uh, Sarah Silverman was like, hey, I'm going to play basketball with all these guys. You should come and teach them yoga before basketball or after. Like, it'd be so cool if, like, you're there stretching everyone and, like, leading a class. And I was like, cool, yeah, that sounds really fun. So she gives me the address. I'm, like, on my way. And then she texts me, and she's like, oh, I can't come. <laughs> so I'm like, what the fuck? I'm just showing up to, like, a random guy's house and with all these other men I don't know to teach yoga. I, like, I'm not even really a yoga teacher. I just, like, know how to do it and, like, do it one-on-one. -on -one. But I was also, like, you know, I was like, cool. They're, they're going to give me some money, and it'll be great. It'll be fun. And I roll up to this literal compound in Laurel Canyon okay and I'm like what is it I can't find my way in someone greets me at the gate with a flashlight and I'm just like following this guy down and I get to this basketball court and it turns out it's Sasha Baron Cohen's house and this. it's like him and all these comedy writers and they're like hello like well actually he said hello everyone else nobody talked to me and then I was like I'm Sarah's friend I'm like the yoga girl like I don't know like what I'm doing and then he said to me something that is the point of this story which is I, I now take with me and what I said last night before I we went on stage to myself was just like he's like all right so let's just do this like it's an experiment like we're just gonna have an experiment and we're gonna see what happens and if it doesn't work then it, whatever it's an experiment and like him saying that it was an experiment gave me the confidence just to be like right like no one in this situation knows what the fuck is going on and it failed miserably because no one wanted to do yoga I'm like on the basketball court like stretching Shasha Baron Cohen like by myself he's the only one that was participating and it was fucking weird and I've run into him like three more times and he's like yoga girl great experiment you know and it's like exactly like and I'm sure that that's how he approaches everything that he does he's not like I have a complete game plan for how this is going to go he's like I'm just going to try something I'm going to mix these chemicals and like maybe it'll be funny and maybe it won't and like that's it and I just take that with me like everywhere that I go yeah. now and that's something that I encourage uh, everyone to do and I also with my clients is how can you make it into a game how yeah. can you have some more fun because as soon as we start taking ourselves seriously that's where we get stopped so mm. you know I love the game of no's like, yeah how many no's can you get start calling as many people as you can how many no's that's fun Ooh. I like that 
Right, because what that's the what's the worst can happen? Someone says no. Yeah, well, if you don't ask, the answer always is no. Ooh, the game of no's. Ooh. Will you be my Valentine? <laughs> yes. No, Elizabeth. <laughs> oh, on the first try. Damn it! It was the game of no's. I'm losing. <laughs> you lost. I'm Sorry. Again. Um. So, back to the right brain thinking. Why is it? important why isn't it an asset in business because most people aren't accessing it yeah because i feel like people that go into business think of themselves as not creative Mm -hmm. yeah and i just got to share really cool statistics when i learned about this it blew my mind yeah so uh they did a longitudinal study uh where they studied a child's capacity for creative genius starting around kindergarten age and followed them through adulthood uh so 98 percent of kids scored at creative genius levels at kindergarten Oh, that's cute. Like, insane. And the 2% really, really high. Uh, And that just shows that we're all born with this innate ability to think creatively. Mm. But what they also discovered was, as they got older, that capacity decreased. And, you know, a lot of things happen to these kids, but the common denominator is they Trying to memorize things. Exactly. (laughs) There's only one right answer. It's at the, you know, know, at the end of the book. And don't, don't. Collaborate because that's cheating. You know the whole education right. system. So Less. it's yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah. it's killed out of us. And so when we go into business, we take what we know, which mm-hmm. is the, our past and our way of thinking. And so just by tapping into your right brain more, you're automatically going to be at more of more of an advantage. How can adults do that? Like who have been in the educational system or, you know, I think also on top, on top of education, really it also comes down to like your upbringing because yes, there's plenty of people that come through the education system, but have parents who are creative people who like really leaned into that and they are able to navigate not letting the system beat their natural inclination really into creativity point, yeah. out of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so what can people who are listening do who feel this call to creativity but maybe aren't sure how to integrate it or, or even access like it? Yeah, I don't feel like it's even like a an option for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there exercises? Programming. Or? Yeah. Well, the very first thing, if they don't think it's an option, you need to review that belief because all that is mm. is a belief. Right. Right. So a large part of training your brain is being aware of the things that you say to others and to yourself uh, and anything that doesn't serve you, that doesn't that's not empowering, that's limiting you. You first of all, be aware of that and then start to, to change that. Mm-hmm. So anyone that's listening is like, oh, I'm not creative. Well, that consider that that's a limiting belief. And creativity doesn't mean just I'm going to grab some markers and get busy on some paper. That's right. fun, too. Yeah. yeah, which is super fun. Uh, but there's lots of ways to tap into your inner creativity. Uh, cooking's creative. Uh, just changing your environment, going for a, a walk and talking to someone. I have a friend that does dream walks. And it's amazing because it gets people out of their head into that creative space. What's as a dream, dream walk? Oh, um, she's uh, so amazing. I should recommend this to her. So <laughs> Next she takes, episode of That's yeah, a Retrograde. Yeah. She, uh, she'll walk with people and give them the space to talk about their dreams. And maybe they don't know what their dreams Ooh, are, but through cute. that space, I love that it comes alive. And then they leave the walk knowing a what their dreams are, but b what what to do next to make that happen. That actually oh, makes my heart really like tingle. Love that. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, do a dream walk, uh, and with my friend Nicole, mm-hmm. and or uh, another thing is I just loved it. Wait, speaking about walks, did you guys know that Mozart would write his symphonies on his walks? 
I so did not know not that. at his piano, not at his musical instruments. He had the symphonies come to him as visions when he would go for his walks. Oh my God, obsessed. So, yeah, so just get out of your house, first of all. <laughs> it's funny, you know, um, I had a comic once say to me, Brian Callen, he's like this really, like to watch him on stage, you're just like, what the fuck are you doing? It's not like what anyone else does. And he said that to me one time, he's like, writing doesn't happen at your computer. Writing Mm -hmm. happens like when you're brushing your teeth. Writing happens in the shower. Yeah. Like (laughs) when you're, when you're driving your car, writing happens when you're doing something else. And it's like, he just is always writing and then he doesn't even practice on stage. He just practices in front of his mirror. Mm. It's like, it's just really stepping outside of your idea of like the way that it's supposed to go. Cause we all know when you try to write, you sit at your computer, you're like not happening. What is this blank page? Yeah. And meditation yeah. is a right brain process. They actually showed that the same waves, uh, the theta waves that are created when you meditate are the same, uh, waves that are created in our brain when we're making art, for example. So, both of those, it's, it doesn't have to be making art when you sit in silence and you are able to quiet that left brain verbal chatter, you're tapping into your inner creative self, which is your right brain. I totally like can feel that and see that when I meditate. Like I see my brain being expanded. Yeah. It's like, the, it's like it's you're exploring the freedom it. yeah. and then you can kind of like follow you're like, the Whoa, mental journey. Check this vast landscape <laughs> out. Cool. <laughs> yeah. And you know, when we have a challenge or when we're stuck, we tend to want to solve it right away Mm -hmm. and actually stepping back, not thinking about it, putting it aside for a day, meditating. That's, that's a way to access your right brain so that you can come up with new solutions. And also it's not like, it's funny because I feel like even hearing what you're saying, I could see someone hearing you say meditate and then going into a meditation almost subconsciously using a left brain technique, which is like the thinky part Mm -hmm. where you're like, I'm going to meditate. I'm going to figure this out (laughs) but really it's like that's not even something you need to be asking yourself like I think just by nature of quieting down and closing your eyes and you go into that space in your brain without even asking a question your thoughts will like naturally arise and you'll be able to see and pull from like the looseness of that space to be creative you have to be willing to let go yeah but what about the feeling and okay this is you know projected on, I, I will honor that this is not an actual feeling we have to subscribe to, mm-hmm. but the feeling like there's so much to do. There's so many like actual things on the to-do list that letting go is not an option. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also, if someone had that thought, uh, would want to ask some more questions uh, because we all have things to do. And the to-do list, here's the bad news, never goes away. Right, just, we all die the with second, the to-do list. Yeah, the second you finish your to-do list, there's another one coming. Yeah, yeah. so... And I'm not here. I'm definitely not here to say, oh, you know, if you just meditate on a mountain, uh, you know, a million dollars will come down and you don't have to take any action in your business. There's a it's about finding the balance, the balance between taking aligned action. So oftentimes entrepreneurs will fill their to do list with things that aren't really aligned with their bigger why aren't going to move their business forward. Mm. Like I'm just going to tinker on my website for a month. Meanwhile, you could be out getting clients. So it's about being choosy and creating priorities in your to-do list. Uh, and, and yes, I can honor that sometimes when you've got shit to do and someone says, well, just let it go. That might not align. And it really depends on the circumstance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's about knowing when to let go mm-hmm. and when not to. One thing mm-hmm. that I always struggled with was like my habits as an entrepreneur and not and being the only person to answer to myself when in working, I had an online fashion business mm-hmm. um, 
previously. And I always felt like, I think it was like the Midwestern worker in me. I always felt as if, if I wasn't at my desk from like 9am to like 7pm, then I wasn't working Mm -hmm. and moving or I wasn't being productive. I had to like, I had, yeah, I had to like create a, like an office, rigid office space, which I would had fully rejected in, you know, previous years of like had a firm no of like that is I'm not supposed to be under fluorescent lighting, but I felt like I needed to like create that similar atmosphere and then finding my own flow and my own workflow in that like if I do a little bit throughout the day, I, I get more done, if not the same amount mm-hmm. done. Can you talk about like, I think that that's a common thing of people feeling like there's like one way to do it much going back to like the school systems that yeah. we've been brought up through. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's such a juicy topic. There's so much to go into there. Um, I mean, the first thought I had was, well, you know, if someone's saying, well, I need to work from nine to seven, because if I'm not, then I'm not being productive. My next question would be like, according to whom? Right. Right. Like who, who said that? That was created by perhaps maybe a family member integrated that into or, you know, from our education system. So, you know, that's the first thing is looking at, okay, what, what is this belief and, and is there another way to reframe this situation? Because reframing is a creative process, mm-hmm. having a different perspective. Um, and then in terms of the science, what's kind of cool is that our brains actually can only take in information in like 45 minute to hour and a half segments. So taking breaks is, is important. Um, it's so hard to do that. Yeah. It truly is so hard to be like, okay, I can go for a walk around the block now or like whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And you also have to find what works for you. So everything I'm offering here, I don't want to say is the hard, cold truth because at the end of the day, you have to find what works. Right. So if something's not working, then, you know, you have to do something different. But I, you know, some people, I had a client once who was like, I I was, cause I, I teach a lot about time management and I recommend doing the 45 minute to hour and a half chunks. And he came to me and he said, you know, I just can't do that when I'm in the moment, like I am on fire and I'm in my flow and it takes me like several hours. I'm like, okay, if that, if that works for you, totally. it's when you're working yourself unnecessarily mm-hmm. and you've spent 10 hours and you don't have anything really to show for it. Ugh, I've lived in that I've place. I've been there too. Yeah. 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 Type A over here. Hey. <laughs> right. I think I'm type ADD. <laughs> Yeah, jokes. Zing. Um, Okay, something else I wanted to talk to you about was that you're an art therapist. Yeah. Um, What is that exactly? (laughs) Yeah. Because like my friend from high school became an art therapist, and I never quite got what she was totally. I mean, I got it. Like she was doing it with, I think, people with more like learning disabilities Mm -hmm. and like behavioral issues. Yeah, yeah, and that's where my journey started too. I I worked in social work with families. in, a, in unfortunately abusive situations mm. and worked with the kids and the families through through art and then in seeing the power of creative psychology and seeing how quickly my clients were overcoming challenges using the creative process I I felt I needed to bring it more to the masses and that's why I, I now do what I do in the context of coaching passion-driven heart based entrepreneurs. Uh, And to answer your question, so art therapy is fairly new in the psychology world. It started in about the 1970s. And it taught, you know, the left brain is our verbal verbal center and our right brain is only sees in images and uh, pictures. And what we now know is that Mm. a lot of our subconscious thoughts are actually housed in 
that right brain in the sense that uh, 90% of what we take in is visual. So a lot of the things that we need to process in the therapeutic sense are stored in imagery. Mm-hmm. Mm. And they found that a lot of times some people weren't making progress through talk therapy alone. And especially in trauma with our veterans, for example, it's really hard for them to come back and talk about it. It actually re-traumatizes them. Right. And we've now found that if you can bypass that verbal filter and use the creative process, it gives a safe space to to, you know, revisit that and heal. Mm. So there's lots of different ways to use art in therapy. Sometimes the client's doing the art. Sometimes you're doing art with them. Uh, you know, like some painting, drawing, painting, drawing, clay, okay. collage is a really great thing. Uh, every single one of my clients does vision boards. Collage is awesome Cute. because you don't have to, you know, it's, it's less intimidating. Right. A lot of times people are like, oh, I can't even draw a stick figure, but anyone can cut out images and put them on a poster board and you get the same effect. And I have a someone that I went to uh, got my master's with. She now works with veterans doing art therapy and she's had articles written in National Geographic about it. And it's really, really, really powerful. So um, it's this idea that uh, by tapping into our creative process, we can reach healing a lot faster, especially when it's around things that we can't talk about or that maybe we're avoiding through talking. Because you, when you bypass that left brain, you're going straight to your subconscious in the creative process, and you can't really hide from that. I also just totally vibe with that because I've been in therapy you know, on and off, not recently, but as like a teenager and in my twenties. And I always felt that exact thing where it's like, every time I talk about this, it's just making me attached to it more and more. Mm-hmm. And, and yes, I'm understanding why I'm attaching to it, maybe on some level, but it never really felt like it was helping me get over anything. It was just like, now I'm defining myself by the things I'm talking about and almost being like, told that that's correct. Yeah, I had a similar thing with a life coaching experience I had where she, like, really was dwelling on something that, like, to me, like, wasn't that deep. And she, like, like, kept going in on it. And I was like, I'm past this, like, truly? Mm -hmm. Like, can we actually talk about, like, things I would like to get coached on? Yeah. It's just interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Like, the thing that I think, the one thing therapy helped me with just, and then I felt like I was done. I remember I told my therapist, I was like, okay, cool, I think I'm done. She's like you can't leave me. It, we turned, it actually turned into a really creepy fight where she was made me, Don't I was like, go to no, your I'm, I was like, I'm good. <laughs> therapy fight. It turned into a creepy therapy fight where I was like, I'm good. Like, thank you so much. You gave me the tools I needed. The tool I just needed to like, Bench. I'll just share. <laughs> Basically I just needed to, you know, I have a lot of feelings. No, I just needed to learn tools. It was like when my parents were first going to get divorced and they kept going both to me mm. and putting me in the middle. So I needed Ouch. to learn the tool to, to communicate to them that I didn't want to be in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. That's all I needed was mm-hmm. to learn how to tell each of them with love that this isn't my problem. And mm-hmm. once I learned how to be like, every time one of them would bring it up, I'd be like, you're bringing it up to me again. And I don't want to be a part of this conversation. That was like a very, as like a 19 year old girl, important thing to learn. Yeah. So I was like, cool, I'm done. I'm going to move to California. I like, got it. I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. and she's like, here, you think you're going to be an actor? And she made me, she, it was like in her house and she took me downstairs. You know how they have like, you know, you go to like their apartment or whatever and they have their little room. Yeah. A little, she chained me to the chair. No. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, let me show you something. And she shows me a DVD of her son's reel who had like, remember that show life? No, it was like a one season CBS show or whatever about the magazine life. 
No idea. Different. I literally never watched the show, but never I know that, that I remember that image coming on screen. And she's like, my son's an actor and he's been in LA for 10 years and this is what he has to show for it. Little guest stars here and there. Is that the life that you want for yourself? Projecting. Talk about projection. I know. And I was like, um, okay. Girlfriend wasn't doing her own work. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> you don't own me. I get to leave. And this is like very inappropriate. And the irony of it is that she gave me the tools to tell her to fuck off. <laughs> Win. So, yeah. So I haven't been in therapy since then but that's not to say that I don't love other modes of therapeutic mm-hmm. experience and even like our craft group talk about yeah art therapy we I love mean, a collage. The, the collaging that we do after we set certain intentions is like Next so fucking level. powerful it's magical it's so all of us like afterwards talk about it we're like wow mm-hmm. we really like worked through something yeah as a collective yeah so in your coaching your your providing elements of your art therapy with like kind of like practical business coaching exactly mm, yeah. so cool. what kind of results do your clients get with that it's a very unique methodology yeah well I'm proud to say that my clients get faster results mm. because uh we were, we're essentially tapping into the brain's highest potential and because I'm working on the mindset piece and uh, I think it's becoming newer in business, but a lot of times people will go to a business course and it's only the nuts and bolts, right. but that's such a small portion. And, and here's the thing, you can know exactly what to do and still not take action. Right. You know, like we all know how to lose weight and yet the obesity rate is rising. So there's something under the surface sometimes for people and like psychological blocks. Yeah. Yeah. Inner blocks. Uh, or, you know, and oftentimes it's, it's usually like fears and, uh, self-confidence and self-doubts related, um, to that. So because I'm addressing that foundational piece, you know, people are able to get out of their own way a lot faster Mm. and and get results quicker. And because my programs are also action-based, so you're taking action and learning as you go, you're just, you're going to get results faster because you're not sitting around overanalyzing and thinking about things. So, um, I, I tend to, you know, if someone's already in business, uh, they, I've had many, many clients that have doubled or tripled their income in a matter of six months. Uh, people that have come to me to start a business, uh, and create, you know, six figures in again, four or five, six months because they're taking action and they're moving out of their blocks. Do you know what I love about the way that you talk about this is that throughout all of this whole conversation, you've not once used the word manifest. Ah, and I really appreciate that (laughs) because I feel like that's, a very common way to describe like what you're talking about mm-hmm. and it oh, yeah. is what's happening in a way yeah but you've not said that and I think that's really amazing yeah so I, I, need to say I that. have the same charge around that um that word too which is funny uh I like I like the science so I'm a creative person I've always been I play piano and drew on my mom's walls when I was really young and then I also really love how the brain works and the science part and And so I'm more interested in, okay, what's the science behind why this is working? So manifestation works because we're tapping into our unconscious. Mm -hmm. So for example, with a vision board, you're uh, accessing something called reticular activation, which means, so our brain takes in all this information, but we can't possibly be aware of it all the time. So a lot of it's stored in our subconscious and our our brain deletes information uh, so that we focus like what we are experiencing 
focusing on expands in our awareness mm. okay so for example you're in the market for a new car i don't know if you oh, know which car you want oh, oh, oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> just on my way here i um was hit by a truck but i'm okay oh, everything's good Jesus. i'm focusing on the fact that you're getting a new car yeah <laughs> Failure opportunity. Hey. Yay. My voice sounds sad. I was I was crying. No, before you sound. We, you have we, smelly cat voice. Oh yeah, I was crying before we recorded. It's okay. Life happens. Thorn. Oh, All right, go ahead. New bad car. Example. Okay, so see, we don't want to strive to be perfect. No, it's uh, fine. So new car, new car uh, okay. Yeah. I, for a long time, I wanted a Mini Cooper, and when I knew what Mini Cooper I wanted, all of a sudden I saw them everywhere. So that's reticular activation. Oh, that totally happened. I drive my Mini yes. Cooper and I'm feeling super yeah, duper. Yeah, don't go Don't know that Cooper, song, but I'm on board. died on me and was so frustrating. It was my dream car and became a nightmare. Oh, sad. So I have big opinions about that. Um, <laughs> car you, talk with yeah. that so retro. <laughs> <laughs> so, I can uh, change a tire. <laughs> yeah. You can. It's really hot. <laughs> and you can also jump a car with cables. Yep. Taught me how to do that. Tomboy life, girl. Love it. Nice. <laughs> Um, okay, reticular activation. So what you focus on expands in your awareness. So when you create a vision board, you're telling your brain what to focus on. So you start to see opportunities in your environment that were always there, but maybe you didn't see them before. Mm. And then it's up to you to take action on those opportunities. It's like how every guy I see I want to marry. Yeah. (laughs) Truth. I manifested my fiance. I, I'd use the word. Damn it. Get out. Um, I create, I really did feel like I created him because I put it, I created a vision board of how I wanted to feel, but I didn't just create it and not go on dates. Right. Right. So that's so funny. I, I, said I, hated I, like that. I always it. tell my boyfriend I manifest him and I think he feels belittled. Like he didn't have a life. Like he didn't exist. <laughs> like he never before. existed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like, wait, what was I up to before then? I'm like, I don't know, man. Yeah. Yeah. But I like that. I like that you said that it's the way that you wanted to feel because I think sometimes people make the mistake of making a vision board and it's all like just visual and just surface level mm-hmm. sort of like stuff. Men in tag hour ads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just pictures of Chris Pine. (laughs) Um, I've seen that before. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Um, But I like that it's really more about the feeling because then you don't have that judgment around if they're wearing tag hour or whatever. Right. To be, yeah. to be silly about yeah, cause it. Yeah, le- because you know, when we're using a left brain process, we get really attached. Yeah. And for a long time, I was attached to how it would look in relationship. Yeah. And when I started focusing on how do I want to feel, who do I want to be in this relationship, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, in stopped being attached to, like, he needs to look a certain way or have a certain job. Uh, it, it was it created a lot of freedom for me, but yeah. also it gave the space to actually give me what I really wanted. Because at the end of the day, you're you're really not going to care about what job he has. You're gonna or she. You're gonna care about how you feel with that person. Yeah. yeah. What about like focusing on how you want to feel when you're in the flow of business work? Because that's something that I. For so long with that so retrograde, I'll be really candid here. I was like, I want to be so busy with the show. I want it to like take up my time. And now and it is. Be, and now it is. And in the past few months, I found myself needing to be like, now that I have this, I never focused on like how I was going to handle it. And mm-hmm. so I've let it like stress me out. I've let all those emotions come through of like feeling overwhelmed feeling like there's not enough hours in the day you know all of those things which is normal and it's fine and luckily we are exposed to enough people by doing this show that we're able to like recognize sit back and like observe that but Mm -hmm. 
I'm interested in like if you have any tips for how to get to that before you're like in the thick of it and you're like, whoa, now I got what I wanted and it's crazy. Yeah. Well, if if I had been working with you um, in the in those beginning phases and you were saying, well, I really want to be busy, I would have asked why. Mm-hmm. Why do you want to be busy? What would that give you? What would that provide for you? Because it's not about the busy. It's about something else. Right. Um, I think it would have represented growth that we yeah. had gotten to a point where it's like... Or you're running a business. Yeah. It's like a full-time operation. Yeah. And I would want to go even deeper like mm-hmm. what why growth you know because there's a bigger why to this podcast right yeah so f- it's about kind of going up a level and up a level up a level until you get to something that's really meaningful spreading inc- important conversations with laughter light and love am i right am i right there you go <laughs> love so, and light love you know, and light yeah. <laughs> us and you know so and and the reason I would want to do that just so that you're not focusing on the busy but that you're focusing on the bigger picture. Right. And in business at some point you are going to get busy and you're going to reach a threshold and that's that's when you have to just take a little step back and reevaluate and usually if you're overwhelmed it's a couple of things. Um there's no you need to set boundaries uh and get clear on your priorities. So first, probably the priorities and then setting boundaries accordingly and then outsource, right? So a lot of times entrepreneurs, and I can speak for myself, I am very independent. I can do it on my own uh, kind of mentality and you will exhaust yourself and burn out. You, at some point, you need to ask for help and get support and outsource things and build a team. And then that's kind of phase two of the business. So you're probably coming out of phase one, going into phase two. Okay, now we've got this amazing growth. And in order to sustain that without killing ourselves, we need to now create the next level, which is team and support. And we might need to talk to you about growing our business. (laughs) Give us a call. Um, Speaking of which, uh, you have decided to offer something extremely incredible to our listeners. What what is that that you're going to be offering? Would you like to say it instead um, of me reading it? Actually, it's a two for one gift. Wow! Uh, So happy Valentine's Day! Yeah, exactly. Double the love. Uh, So if you go to the Right Brain Academy, uh, and the Right Brain Academy is my educational platform. My company is the Right Brain Entrepreneur. So if you go to therightbrainacademy.com forward slash free gift. Uh, you have an opportunity to download uh, an ebook that I wrote about uh, mastering your mind and using creative thinking in business. And you also have an opportunity to apply to have a complimentary hour and a half call with me. This is what I call my business breakthrough session. And it's an opportunity to have me take a look with you at your business or your business idea, uh, where you are now, where you want to be, and what might be stopping you so that you can have a breakthrough and know what actions to take. So So, amazing. Yeah. So I have a a limited amount of spots for for those complimentary sessions each month. So if you're listening, you want to get on that as soon as possible. And it is by application only. But it's my gift to the audience. Get on that, you guys. That's a great, great gift. That's beautiful. And we actually, a number of months ago, we had a really fun call with you. And you you did, I would assume, something similar with us. And it was really special and it was really helpful. Oh, good. Hence why you're sitting here with us today. um, (laughs) Manifested. Hey, now. (laughs) (laughs) What if we had a new rule? No, no. Every time, manifest. every time you say that, like something, you have to do something else. Like what we'll figure it out. I don't know. My brain's. Every not. time you say manifested, you have to also 
take a lap <laughs> <laughs> or buy someone else a green matcha whatever yeah. you're drinking every time you say manifesting you owe me a matcha latte oh yeah there you Perfect. go <laughs> and Good, I, like I would that. recommend instead of manifest use winning because when you're winning it gives rebrand you, yeah it's a, you know so because manifesting sometimes yes it's like i manifested this but it also gives an uh, a comp- there's a component of you know I didn't do it myself. Mm-hmm. And so when you can come from a place of like winning to this, you know, like winning the, I the created this. I winninged this. <laughs> yeah. oh, we're going to work. We're going to no, workshop well, this. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. we'll get back to you. Oh, yeah. yeah. In terms um, of the verb, it doesn't work. Huh? Stephanie Steidel. <laughs> You're so wonderful. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. You're yeah, amazing. This is awesome. Fran, right? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, but due to the beauty of technology, people can reach you from all over this fine planet. So it's therightbrainentrepreneur.com yep. and then also therightbrainacademy.com. Yeah, and entrepreneur is not the most easily spelled word, so you can also find me at trbe.org. Okay. Uh, so that's my general site. Uh, talks all about what I do. And then the Right Brain Academy is mostly for solopreneurs, but also it's my educational platform. That's so that's where you can find all the training. really funny stuff. that you say that. Um, humble brag for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know how to spell entrepreneur until I was in Entrepreneur Magazine. And I was like, <laughs> I would like send it. I'd be like, oh, I don't know how to spell that yeah. word. Okay. And that's how I learned. So yeah. I was 26. So I that, love that took a while. I'm proud of you because I know how you have a, a spelling. I'm really not good at spelling. Yeah. So I'm, congratulations. It's my right brain. What can I say? Um, also, what about socials? Yeah, so I'm on Facebook. Again, it would be facebook.com forward slash the right brain entrepreneur. Uh, you can find me. Hey, let's on spell entrepreneur for our listeners. E N T R E P R E N E U R. Woo! Hey, now. I did uh, it. It's that E in the middle, not the A. Entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's French. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm also uh, on Twitter and Instagram. And it's RB Entrepreneur. Cool. Fabulous. Thank you so much. Thank you. This is awesome. Wonderful. Bye. Bye. Yes, that's a retrograde. For those of you who get your period or know someone who does, today's sponsor's for you. Wow, guys. Today we have Lola Feminine Care Products on the docket. Love them so much. So Elizabeth, I don't know if you know this, but I find it to be so upsetting. Oh no. The FDA does not require brands to disclose a comprehensive list of ingredients in their feminine care products. So most of them don't, which means you could literally have fiberglass and fish bones in your tampons. Oh no. I know, but not Lola. I don't know. I just made that up, but I feel like (laughs) it could be. be. I just thought of the two grossest possible things and put them together. Uh, But not Lola because Lola is a hundred percent organic cotton. That's amazing. And not only do they have tampons, but they have panty liners, pads, and also a really great essential oil roll-on for cramps, which I was just using yesterday, and I loved it. That's unbelievable. And you can customize your box. Mm -hmm. It delivers to your house. Mm -hmm. It's just like no more going to the drugstore last minute. I feel like that is like an idea of the past yeah. moving forward. Again, we don't have to leave our house. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a requirement for all of our partners yeah. for the show. It's like, can we stay home? Order it to your home. So if you're interested in this guy's personalized box of tampons in which you don't need to leave the house, go to mylola.com, enter promo code retrograde 40, and you will get 40% off your first order when you subscribe to lola.com. 
That's 40% off at mylola.com, M-Y-L-O-L-A.com, retrograde 40, get with the program. Her name was Lola. Lola. She was a tampon. Or a panty liner. Okay, that All pushes right, it too darkness. far. Uh, All right, love you, Lola. Thank you. Bye. It's time for RRT. Um, all right. So first, in terms of roses, we've got collective rose, if you will. Sure do. Collective rose would be an event that we also attended. We're just out on the town, guys. Getting dressed up, wearing fake lashes, living our best. (sighs) I wish I could wear fake lashes. My goddamn eyes can't handle it. I do have naturally you don't need long them, ones. Though. You really don't. You've got a full fucking lash. I know, but imagine if they were twice the An size. Italian lash. I need even. them to be so big they're hitting my brow line. Yeah. Um, we went to our friend Pamela's award show, you guys. It's called the Hollywood Beauty Awards, and she's been producing it now for four years. She basically manifested an award show out of nothing. Remember the first year me and our other friend Emily were like, what is this? It's like she made up an award show, and now it's turned into like a real thing. A real thing. Britney Spears was there and Elizabeth goddamn near lost her fucking mind. I am Britney Spears. Oh my God. She was so <laughs> robotic and strange, but Elizabeth was very excited. I've seen Britney before, actually, IRL. Okay. At NQ's show. Uh-huh. She used to date one of our, my guy friend's friends, one of NQ's like friends or friend Austin and all that. So she dated this guy named Charlie and he brought her to NQ's poetry show. <laughs> This was so random. And I was there by myself and they were filming the show. And so the house lights were on. Mm -hmm. And so literally directly across from me, directly where my eye line was, I sit down and by myself and I'm like, Britney Spears this year. Hilarious. (laughs) At the poetry, at the deep, deep, emotionally multi-leveled poetry show, watching her take it. And we've had Adam and Q on the show. You guys, if you've seen it, like it's like, or if you're familiar with his work, like he's, She's talking about some like deep topics. Watching her process, it was. She's like, blink twice if you're still breathing. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> and then he has everybody like, because it's poetry, so it's like dense. So he has everyone stand up in between and like take a deep breath and rub the person next to your shoulders and like shake it out. Sexual. And she was like not into it at Wild. all. She like did not know how to. It was really interesting, but Brittany was at this award show. Yeah, so it's really cool. What it is, it's the Hollywood Beauty Awards, and they honor hair and makeup artists who, whose creations, whose people basically have like won awards or been honored, but then they haven't been honored for the looks that they've created on those people. Right. So the award show is basically like a behind-the-scenes award show, and it's so fucking cool to honestly like see people who do something that really doesn't get recognized. Like the only recognition that you get is that you just keep getting to have a job, which is great, which is like most jobs in the world. But just in this industry, there's so much like celebrating and bowing down to the actors and the directors and and the sound people and all that. And so to have it be really like none of us would look like anything without a makeup person. And they just are so grateful. And it's like it's really heartwarming. And Lady Gaga's makeup artist was there who's like epic and lionel richie's my favorite person in the whole world um side Maybe. kind of rose um mary joe butafuco's appearance i was like okay so her plastic surgeon <laughs> hilarious because if anybody feels like doing a deep google she was shot in her in the face by her husband's teenage lover and was paralyzed from that and the plastic surgeon 
who gave her movement back in her face was awarded for like the technology he used. It, and I was like, Mary Jo, but a Fuco's on I'm literally stage. developing a deep line in my face from frowning from this story. All right. This is intense. It was intense. Whoa. And but also, I dream of. Or, um, Barbara Eden. Oh. What a class act. And then Brittany won Fragrance of the Year, which is questionable, but exciting nonetheless. I gave it to my dad's girlfriend to give to her teenage daughter. Perfect. Because I smelled it and I was like, <coughs> no, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Britney Spears. I am Britney Spears. Oh my God. Welcome. Thank you so much for this award. It was so Did bizarre. You like it was, yeah. Was good? It was good. Thank you. It was it's very like, okay. it was bizarre. Okay. So that's better. my rose. I'm so proud of Pamela. And it's just really nice to see people be recognized for their work and just be so excited. And, and that gift bag was really fantastic. good. Oh, that very face thing. CBD heavy. That face thing, like the vibrating facial cleanser. I got to get the name. I'm going to post it for you guys because I'm obsessed with it. It's like a Clarisonic, but like miniature. Did you have you used it yet? I think that that was in the FabFitFun box. Oh, you're right. Yeah, but that's cool. That's also a really good thing that we'll talk about <laughs> another time. <laughs> I get my swag confused. You guys know when you get so much giveaway stuff. Unrelatable. Like, um, but we do. My have, thorn though about the award show, which I needed to tell Pamela, is that it was eight degrees in that room. It was cold. I was fucking freezing. And also, my other thorn is the guy we were sitting next to, who fully looked like he had a new face from surgery. It's the HBAs. What do you expect? Yikes. Old men with tiny noses we're, are my forever thorn. We're on Coenga in Hollywood. There's going to be some questionable man facial A man should have a prominent nose. Okay. In everywhere else Hollywood. In the world. <laughs> <laughs> smaller isn't better. What has smaller ever been better with anything on a man? Riddle me really, this. Really, really, really good point. Thank you. Um, do you have any thorns other than the man's scary, uh, <laughs> really, really construction of a nose? Baby skin. Um, my only thorn is that I don't have a thorn. Oh, <laughs> hey, I'm going to go thornless too, but I have another rose. What is it? Your girl dabbed for the first time. You've never dabbed before? No. Oi. It actually was not that bad. I saw okay. your guys' story and I was like, they're going to be dead for 24 no. hours. So here's the scenario. Went with our friend Jade Catapretta to um, the High Times Women in Weed event. Mm-hmm. And Women, weed, and here's weather. Here's the thing, okay? Living in Los Angeles for almost a decade, mm-hmm. I it's very rare that I walk into an event where I'm like, this is new. Never experienced this before. Right. Had one of those moments on this evening. So it was a party slash like a nighttime vibey trade show. Where was it? It was at this place called the Nexus Lounge. It's a, it looks like it's a a space for weed related events in Skid Row. It sounds so slutty. That is not lost on me. Yeah. We're like in Skid Row, like all these white girls smoking weed. I was like, all right. Yeah. That's dark. Yeah. It was a little dark, but, um, that being said, so you walk in, there's like a DJ, there's lights, there's like a fire dancer, you can get manicures, you can manicures? get tattoos, and then there's like all these edibles, and there's like a s'more making, okay, there's a s'more making station with these chocolate edibles, I was like, how many, mil-? I put it in my mouth, they're like, I go, how many milligrams? Of course, after I have it in my mouth, they're like, 12.5, I like spit it out, I'm like, I'm in public, let's relax. I'm on like a micro dosey vibe where I'm like, See, three milligrams, This Thank is you. my, just to interrupt real quick, but yeah. hold, don't, don't lose your thought. 
this is my like main thorn with all like weed related events is that like it's not like drinking where it's like I can have two drinks, three maximum, and I'm like fine, I'm good. Like yeah. maybe I'm a little buzz, but I'm like good and I can be social and like go home and be fine. I can't get that high in public no. and then like talk to people and like look normal. It's like that's not fun for me. So it's like I love that we're celebrating cannabis and we're normalizing it and totally. we're putting it in that space, but at the same time it's like I'm so high that I'm not good in anymore. Right. Like no one yeah, wants to be around that. Little- I don't even want to be around that and I'm inside my own body. Exactly. <laughs> like Exactly. So I like spit out the 12.5 yeah. and take like a teeny piece of it. It was delicious though. Um, they had like CBD cotton candy and they're giving out vape pens. So did you and- just float home? Well, see, since I'm not smoking right now, I was like... But dabbing is smoking. I'll get there. So then in the back, they had a bong bar where you could... They had like 20 different kinds of bongs that you could smoke out of. Like choose your own adventure. I'm getting so much anxiety. All of these edibles. They were handing out vape pens. They had like a booth where that did specialized in packaging. And you could see like all the different packaging. It was just like mind-blowing. It was just like new. It was a new experience for me. It felt like a parody in an LA. Like it was like we're two girls going to like a female-driven weed event in downtown LA. It was... It was there's it was multi layered right all this stuff so I'm having a panic attack yeah. just hearing about okay. it okay so I didn't get that twisted um, but then I went cool out. is it 2004 I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> I, that felt right I don't know what's the word hi hi but like what's a fun stone a funner word um <laughs> lit. <laughs> lit okay I was yet to be lit we go outside and there was this girl who had this like contraption it was kind of like a volcano. You remember like the vaporizer? Favorite vape to date. Okay. So it was like that, but like the 2018 version mini. And instead of that big bag, it was like glass, but it had like this strip around it that kind of like turned different neon colors. Like it was really okay. interesting and tiny, like compact. Okay. And Jade and I were like, what's that? Like super interested. And it was, and she's like, oh, it's for dabbing. And she's like, do you guys want to try? And I was like kind of unsure because I, I just like, I feel like I'm good. I don't need to like try anything. The stuff. only time I've ever dabbed, I had to literally get in my bed for 24 hours. And so it, yeah, that, that was my preconceived notion of, yeah. of the experience. And then, so it, it like vaporizes and it's like in a little powder. It was all very interesting, very new. The brand is called Puffco, P-U-F-F-C-O, in case anyone's curious, wants to, wants a visual. Um, and so we, Jade took it and then she like handed it to me and I was like well fuck it and I did and I took the biggest hit by accident of my life and I was like well there having we go. a panic attack there we go but it actually was really lovely and fun and like I was lit mm-hmm. as the kids say Why are you not saying hi know. I'm so confused I was high but it was like it was manageable uh-huh. and fun but it did like shift me into another dimension real quick but also it was kind of fun to come home and be like I tried something new right you know like sure. it's very rare that that happens especially in like I was just tripped out by just the whole scenario and my favorite part though is they had um huge posters of all of the female covers of high times throughout oh, that's the cool. like however many decades they've been doing it and that was my favorite part that sounds great um but yeah it was like a it was new. It was an, it was new, fun, interesting. Yeah. Do they have? Were they serving drinks? Yeah, they had wine and Pelosi, CBD you know? wine. Yeah, right. No, there was <laughs> alcohol CBD with everywhere. THC. Was so everyone much, relax. There was so much CBD stuff. I'm like, is everyone trying to just like nap? Like, yeah. what are we doing with that? But um, it was really fun. So thanks to High Times for the High Times. 
for the for the twisted times. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just trying out some verbiage. No, I'm into Bear it. With me. I'm happy. Um, I love it. I do want to shout out. We talked about free stuff a second ago. Yeah. Um, we have our winners of the Hotbox LA giveaway. Ooh. That we've reached out to you privately. You're already in touch, but wanted to shout them out. Ayla, Samantha, Caitlin, Ricca, and Catherine. And just to let you all know, all you listeners, um, Hotbox Sauna, Downtown LA, Infrared, La Bomb. We're offering a 20% off membership if you mention the code retrograde. Guys, it's fucking awesome. You should so definitely do that. Get involved with that. Um, maybe you'll see Steph and myself around. And then we have a new giveaway happening. A whole bundle of amazing moon juice stuff. Our friends over there, if you guys remember, we did an episode and a half with Amanda Chantel Bacon. Because she was on our Mind Body Green episode. Mm-hmm. Um, a mate, we love moon juice. And we're going to give away like a bundle of fun stuff from them so if you guys head over to our secret facebook group it's popping where it is indeed popping off we will uh, do a post about how you can win over there and for those of you who don't know how to find the facebook group you type in that so retrograde in facebook and then search for it in groups we're both new to not really using facebook so we needed that explanation yeah. so we thought we'd share that out um Anything else? Oh, I see that in this outline, we have South by Southwest announcement oh, happening. Yes. And I think we should mention that on March 12th at 2 p.m., we will do being, we will do be doing, we will be doing a live podcast with our special guest who has just announced Alyssa Vitti, you guys. She is making her triumphant return. VIP, listener fave. Speaking of periods, two. yeah, she's the queen, the queen of knowing everything about the cycle. We're so stoked to We're have her so again. Excited, and I, I would also like to say, um, shout out to the powers of manifestation because we did a talk last year at South by Southwest, mm-hmm. and what did we say? We need to do a show next, next year. Next year we're coming back and doing the podcast stage, and it's fucking happening. And I'm so excited, and we're so excited that Alyssa's joining us. And just all good things, guys. Yeah. Guys, March is going to pop off. I'm it's stoked. It's going to pop off. We love you. Thanks for listening. Um, again, Why are we using words from like the late 2000s, early 2000s? I think 2000s. it's because I dabbed. Yeah. I think <laughs> it's because I've been is a little, <laughs> traveling. It's a little weird, guys. I don't do well with air travel. Like I, oh, yeah. I'm really like makes me so tired. I don't. You flew. I dabbed. Also, shout out to everyone with a wet fucking cough on airplanes. You guys need to get your lives together. I'm so scared. I'm about to mask on the plane. You should. But then I was reading that those masks maybe only help with not getting other people people sick. sick. Like, I had this vision of a clear mask that, like, filters the air. And I don't know if that's real or something that I dreamed up in my head. But if that's real, that's what I want. Okay. Where it's like you breathe and there's like a little thing and it like cleans like almost like a Brita, but like for air. Like a hazmat mask? Yes. Yeah. We need hazmat masks. Yeah. Well, they were saying to get them when we were having the fires. Okay. We're going to get those. We're just talking now. Um, you guys, thanks for listening. Thanks so much to Stephanie for joining us. You're welcome. And, just kidding. And the other one. <laughs> Both Stephanies. Thank you for being. Stephanie, thank you for being thank here. Thank you for being here. <laughs> um, I loved that conversation. Um, even though I was in mid-trauma during it. Um, hope you couldn't tell too much, guys. Anyway. Namaste listening. Yeah. We love you guys. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Yes, that's a retrograde.